Yeah, they're the only good part. Especially <laughs> you have to drink if you're going to watch the MLS. <laughs> That's, that's hey, very true the ML- hey, hey, the MLS is getting better. You, you guys don't watch the MLS. That's what you guys are saying. Oh, yeah, the MLS is getting better. Oh. Oh, no, Iguain shit. They're the worst team in the league, actually. They're, they're oh, absolutely no. garbage. No. In, in Miami, Miami, they're garbage. Miami's, yes, Miami's no, the they're garbage. The Neville. Phil Neville only has it. You want to talk about nepotism? That's nepotism. He only, he, he, he one, should not have gotten that job. Two, he should not have this job for like the past two months now. It's ridiculous what's going on. They cheated and they still suck. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of We Called Soccer. I'm Michael. He's Walker. And we're joined today by another guest, longtime fan since 2010 of the world's biggest professional sports team, the most legendary club in not only England, but Europe and most definitely the Saul. Hey guys, thanks today, for inviting me. Pretty excited to be here. Anytime. Huh, thanks Anytime. for coming thanks on, for coming. dude. We uh, some of, uh, we can't get half of our guests to actually come on, believe it or not. So, yeah. th- thanks for being here, buddy. <laughs> of yeah. course, of course. Uh, so as always, guys, you know the drill. We're gonna jump right into it with transfer tea brought to you by McDonald's Dollar Sweet Tea. Anytime, any place, any where you can get any size you want for just a dollar at your local McDonald's. First, let's start with some heartwarming news. Christian Eriksen has confirmed to players and people around him that he has taken the next steps forward into becoming an Ajax player. His medical conditions have been checked by the Ajax medical staff, who have given the go-ahead for a move to materialize. Uh, I think that'd be good, you know, going back, going to Ajax, uh, just... He kind of fits their fun attacking style of play, quick movement of the ball. And I think it would be a good little swan song for him, you know? I like it a lot. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's awesome. Savvy vet. Go to a, go to the Eredivisie, get some stats in. Um, I believe Goltz is doing the same thing over there. Uh, he's just about the right age. Um, if he does do this, look for him to be one of the best players in the league. And it's going to be awesome for him to come back after, you know, obviously what happened in Euros and then maybe tear up the Dutch. We don't like the Dutch. Neutral like bastards. <laughs> what do you think? No, definitely a great transfer for uh, for Ericsson, especially after his uh, that's uh, summer scare. Yeah, yeah. pretty scary yeah. stuff. It was scary. Um, so I think this would be a great pivot for his career. Yeah. Um, something, something a little bit late, uh, a bit more laid back than the Premier League. For being uh, very, you know, very rough, pretty. And he can uh, win shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he has the flair to compete in the Dutch, the Dutch league. So things could be a stellar season for him. And I didn't know about Gutsen. I thought he was still at Dortmund. Or nah, I thought he's he was at. Tired, um, to be honest. He's at PSV Eidenhosen right now. They're into the next round of, I think, Europa League qualifiers. But they played Galatasaray from Turkey, who aren't wow. no scrubs. Oh, they wow. have they have Van Anholt. On one fullback and DeAndre Yedlin, American legend, on the other, and a number of other good players, and they just got hammered like five-one in the first leg in Turkey. And Goltz wow. scored a nice brace, so he's uh he's tearing it up. Wow, nice, good to see from him. Good to see. Yeah, yeah so great that Erickson's coming back into full health and he can get back in the soccer. Uh, next, we're gonna have the second biggest transfer of the week somehow. The $115 million move from Romelel Lukaku, a.k.a. Bolangoli, back to the Premier League to play with Chelsea and Tommy Two Taps and his boys. Um, Lukaku, great striker. 
very good finishing. Like like you've told me before, his first touch is very, very underrated, but I still don't think it's that good of a first touch. He's going to score goals. Is he going to fill this position better than Timo Werner? No, he won't. Because Timo Werner created space very well. He was underrated in their attack last year. I think they have a good two-headed monster. And I thought Timo was going to come alive this year. He's not going to really have the chance, but he will have the competition. So uh, $115 million for a striker after giving up on a Timo last year, or after one year. So uh, Chelsea going Chelsea gonna to spend. Let's see how it pays off. I don't know. I'm I'm undecided on this. You're looking at it all the wrong way, my friend. It doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be Rom or Timo. It can be Rom and Timo and Kai. They're all strikers, but the two of them can play out wide. So why not? I agree with you. He's definitely not the creator that Timo is. He's not as he, he's not as silky with the ball as his feet. But I'd take Romelu driving at somebody, turning on the, on the half turn, going at people. So I, that creates space in a different kind of way. Um, the biggest thing they're going to lose out uh, getting Romelu is the pressing. But who needs to press when you can put up 20, 30 goals in your sleep? I, I love this move. It's, it's, it was a position of need. Um, it's looking real. Playing time's looking real scarce for our boy, Christian Poole, sick baby Jesus. But, you know, if he's going to be collecting plenty of silverware with him, then why not? Why not learn how to win? Why not? Why not? Yep. Um- Definitely good move for Lukaku, in my opinion. Honestly, I think this team is built around Lukaku's type of uh, play style. Um, I think he dominates the pitch whenever he's on. Uh, he always is uh, scared for most defenders, most teams, to be honest. So I think Chelsea are definitely going to be top title contenders. Definitely, especially with their depth in all in every almost every position. I think they have a good chance of beating out City and United. But it really depends on how. Werner performs. Who knows? Past a couple of seasons, been pretty difficult for this guy. Hard to break out in the Premier League. You know, it's a tough league. So we'll see how Romelu Lukaku does his uh his second chance back at the Premier League. Figures around him like if Pulisic and Ziyech find form with Lukaku up top, and then Jorginho and uh, Kovacic, Kante, whoever you want to put back there, they can all pass really well. So just feeding him the ball could. Could be their route, and that would work, I think. But uh, I guess we'll see. Chelsea does get stronger, and like you pointed out, they have great, great, great depth. And as I said, that was the second biggest transfer of the week. On to the first. A little guy named Lionel Messi will be uh, completing his transfer to Paris Saint-Germain in the French League in the coming days. It will be made official. Um, Messi's leaving Barcelona for free, and hell has frozen over. It's crazy. Messi's obviously probably the best player of all time uh, or top two. And he's going to a team to team up with Di Maria, Neymar, Mbappe. You can list the next 10 best attacks in the world. They're probably on that team too. So it's just a star-studded 11. Uh, is it too much star power? Probably not because you can never have enough. But he's obviously going to tear apart League One. It's going to be fun. Yeah. No, he is going to absolutely tear apart League One. If uh, if our little magician, uh, Conrad De La Fuente, can do what he did in his debut, then I can only imagine what Messi's going to do in his debut. It's it's going to be nasty stuff. It really is. Um, they're definitely going to score over 100 goals on the year in League One. That's ink that. Um, I don't – That the thing – is it too many superstars, though? Like, I'm not – like, I, part of me wants to say, like, 
no, shut the fuck up. They have Neymar and Mbappe and Messi. <laughs> like, let's let's just call it a day. But Neymar, when he's not in a yellow T-shirt, doesn't like to get back. Messi hasn't done that in like five, six years. Um, Mbappe will put in a shift, but it's it's tough to win when you have two guys who aren't tracking back. One guy you can cover for. Two is kind of ridiculous, and it's it's tough. They'll probably win Champions League, win the whole treble. Pochettino will be paraded through Paris, Messi, blah, 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 yeah. but. Whatever. My, my favorite part about this transfer actually is isn't even where he's going. It's uh, the joint letter from Laporta and Messi, basically like scapegoating La Liga's uh, salary policy because they, they said like, ah, oh, yeah, the player wants to stay. We want the player to stay. We offered the player the contract. He accepted the contract. But La Liga, their dumb rules won't let us sign him. And fair enough. It's it's just. I don't know. It's a mess over there in Barcelona. Yeah, I kind of want to feel bad for them, but I, I don't. Yeah, so let me break that. Let me break that down a bit. So Messi to PSG, huge signing for PSG. If they don't win the Champions League this year, you know, they're never going to win it at this point at this rate. And I've been saying that for the past three seasons. You know, when they got Mbappe, I thought it was over for the for the Champions League, but nope. For Messi to PSG, I think he's going to dominate the league, top score, top assist. And on that note, where you said if it's too many stars. Um, one would assume, or one, yeah, one would assume that a team that strong will dominate. However, we don't know what their chemistry is. Yeah. Me- uh, Messi and Neymar have played together before, so I don't think that'll be a problem. But who knows what what's going to happen with Mbappe? I've heard rumors of Mbappe leaving because he doesn't want to be in Messi's shadow. But we'll see. Uh, I think there's a couple of weeks left for the transfer market, so you know I think we might be seeing a, a couple more moves, big moves in the uh, in top five leagues for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That is an interesting story with how Mbappe is going to react to not even being the second best player on the team anymore. Now he's down to third. Um, and with the tracking back thing, I mean, they have the two best center back. They're the best center back partnership in the world, back with Ramos and Marquinhos. So how much tracking back do they really need to do in Ligue In Ligue no. No, that's not – they're going to win. Yeah, Ligue no problem. yeah. Champions League. I think it's going to be where that comes into play. If you got Neymar into a Champions League final, he's already lost one. He's going to feel it. He needs to win. Uh, And no one wants to be known as that guy who lost with Messi and Mbappe on his team. No. That might happen. Might. Also, Mbappe got to a Champions League semifinal and decided not to play. Yeah. So, you know, you got to – I'm already questioning the character of, of, of the guy it's, who I said is going to track back out of the front three. It's not a question of character. He has no character. None. He's no, none. He has no mental fortitude. None. <laughs> hey, guys, he's just young, young star. He's getting used to it. But, Hopefully. Um, yeah. He's a diva. I mean, last he's been season, hanging out with Neymar. Last season was probably the worst season I've seen him play in the Champions League. No, I think zero goals, right? As uh, He was... Labeled as the uh, new Ronaldo. Ronaldo dominates the Champions League. I don't think Mbappe does that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Is uh, Does Holland now take that little that little torch as the next guy? Definitely Holland. I'd bet my money on Holland. Did you see his pre, uh, preseason game just a few days ago? I think he scored a tra- hat trick. Might be. Let me hey, check that out. Before, before Holland gets that title, I'd like to see him do more, uh, do more on the ball. He's uh, he's easily frozen out of games against better opposition, and you know that happens to 
to a lot of strikers, as is the nature of the position when your team's not controlling possession. But where, whereas, like, you know, a guy like Harry Kane, Messi, uh, Ronaldo back in the day, and even even you see it with Portugal when he plays with them. He, they drop deep, they get on the ball, they get involved. Holland versus Man City had less than 60 touches over two games, and it's because he just stands at the top of the key. I, I, I've yet to – I want to see that part of his game develop, and hopefully it does. But until then, he's uh, – I think we need to chill with all these next Ronaldo, next Messi's. They're, really, there probably isn't going to be a next. Yeah, now they need to take that title off of uh... – Pool of sick first before we can start talking about the it. fucking go, baby. Uh, and uh, since you mentioned uh, Harry Kane, last big piece of news was uh, that City are adamant that they will get Harry Kane this summer. Tottenham are just as adamant that they will not budge from 150 million. Uh, and this also took a new spin when Tottenham thought they were going to be able to get Larturo Martinez from Inter. It was all good to go. Like It looked like it was actually going to happen. And then Inter was like, wait, what What are we doing? We don't want to sell him. We just sold Lukaku. And uh, then that deal got completely shelved. So it looks like it's back to square one for Tottenham, who really don't know how to run a club at all. And uh, they're holding out for $150 million from their uh, A1 prisoner, Harry Kane. I... Do you guys think that City actually is, like, like could do it? Like, financially, like, yeah. But, like, could they – you know what I mean? Like, could they do it? Eddie could Kane they? is a yes. Tottenham player. He plays for Tottenham Hotspur. <sighs> if the club does not want to negotiate, we can – that is the end of it. Uh, and then two days later, <laughs> they spend $280 million on him. Just something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you think you think um, the city could come in there and make this happen after spending 100 million on Grealish could they yes um, but I think financial uh, fair play should take a look at this I think it's a little unfair however I you know um, I honestly don't see it by the end of the sea, uh, end of the summer I can see Harry Kane staying at uh, Tottenham for another year and it's going to be a sad sad season for Tottenham their best chance of winning the Champions League or the league, were, uh, you know, was the past two years. So now that Harry Kane is wants to leave and um, there's a new manager there, um, I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to cut it. I could see them finishing mid table next season, seventh, eighth. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Completely uh, agree I, with that. Yeah. Same. Uh, they're just, they're, they're a shell of the former team that they were. And to even say that after they won, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, they, and they just a shell of that great Tottenham team that was almost so close. Uh, just uh, it's it's sad. Well, Champions League finalists. And, uh, you know, they shouldn't have even been. They cheated. That was bad calls. If VAR, if VAR was in that, City's going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, they were, and uh, he was offsides. Uh, however, however, slightly. It may have been. Um, I do. Yeah, I think that's a bunch of the big ones. So I'm just going to rip through some little quick ones. Assume a wah to Arsenal or Tottenham could happen this summer. Uh, with those two clubs, don't think so. Um, Arsenal are interested in James Madison. 
great player, uh, losing hair, but he still has all the skill in the world. And if that happens, Jesse Lingard would be at the top of Leicester's list to replace James Madison, um, which I think wouldn't be that bad for them. Oh, Sergio Aguero is injured. Out. Yeah. He's I- I- injured. He's faking it 100%. Wow. <laughs> Next eight to ten weeks. Yeah, eight, eight to, to ten, ten weeks. weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, all of a sudden, Messi leaves, and I'm like, oh, I'm hurt now. Like after he's, he's been hurt for like two years. Yeah, but he was he's training now. He was training and everything was okay. And then the video of him came out with like Busquets like running up to him at training and like trying to high five him and Jordi Alba trying to high five him. He's like, eh. he's like walking by all sad, headed to his yoga mat. And uh <laughs> I think he's faking it. And I don't think he'll play more than twenty games for Barcelona. How long wait, it's a two year contract, I think. As I think then if it's around a two-year contract, you won't play more than 20 games for him. If it's just this year, you'd be lucky to see double digits. Uh, he's he's being a diva. I feel bad for him, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then he went to go play with his boy. Now he's gone. It's so fun. That's, that's how you treat your uh, city legend? <laughs> yeah, um, just, just kick him to the curb so he can go play with his friend, and his friend leaves when you when City were probably actively trying to take his friend when they said you can leave. Yeah, no, it wasn't a you can leave. It was a we're not going to be signed you. <laughs> I mean, Barcelona it, would look, it, it is what it is. Look, look, this is that, – that's why – that's why – that the reason – treating legends well is why football institutions become jokes like Barcelona. Because when you keep around PK, who hasn't been good in like three years on like – the most expensive defender, probably top five in La Liga. It's, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. And that example goes for many other people in the squad. Yeah. And um, yeah, when it, when they're not useful anymore, you gotta be like, Hey buddy, you're not good enough to play with us anymore. And he wasn't, and not, not that it wasn't good enough, but he wasn't healthy enough. Best ability is availability. Uncle Shea Sharp. Fair. Um, so Josh Sergeant. Oh, Josh Sargent to Norwich City, yeah. 9.35 beautiful British sterling pounds. Um, he's going to get relegated in English. That comment is doing bits on Football Wonder Kid. I'm a fucking animal. Um, Raskicha, Ras, Raskicha, Raskicha. Um, Werder Bremen has been absolutely raped by uh, Norwich, who have been raped by Aston Villa. Nobody wins in this situation except Aston Villa. Norwich are still going down, but God bless you, Josh. I look to see you against uh, high-quality opposition and hopefully turn some heads before uh, U.S. qualifying because God knows we got to figure that nine spot out still. Yeah, uh, that's that's a very true statement. Villa has really won this window. Oh, amazing like, window. Like they lost Jack, Jack Grealish, and I feel great about him. They, they brought in the right players. They did like super, super good business with uh, bringing the people in. They're doing timely business. People are getting in quick. And they're probably not done. And uh, I think they also just brought in Tuan Zebi on a loan. So they also yes, they got did. A, yes, yeah, they so did. they got the center back depth for a start or whatever they want to do with them there. So, you know, they're, life after Jack may not be so tough. No, I mean, it, this is a hot take. I don't give a fuck. Danny Ings two years ago was a better player than Jack Grealish last year. 
Um, he absolutely destroyed the XG stat. And if Danny Ings can be that Danny Ings this year, combined with Ollie Watkins, they're going to be just fine because you, goals are goals, man. You, you, they are hard to find. And Danny Ings is a goal scorer when he can stay on the pitch. And he's, he's just going to – and he has memes. He's a little feisty too. I like his tech. I like everything about Danny Ings. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, so what, uh, what do you think about uh, the, uh, those moves we just discussed? Uh, big, big, big move for Villa with Bailey. I think that's a great replacement for Grealish. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a, an, an exact replacement, but I think they can definitely build a strong team around him. And Danny Ings, not a big fan of him. Honestly, if he's if he's not injured, I think he could put in a few goals, but I don't think he's going to start over Watkins. And I'm not sure if uh, Villa are going to be playing with the two strikers when they have Chayore and Bailey now. You know, I think they're going to go with one striker, and it's either going to be Ings or, uh, or Watkins, and I'm pretty sure Watkins is over Ings. Without yeah, a doubt. I agree. Mind. 100%. He's going to start. Let me pitch this. 70 minutes of Watkins. He'll go run around. He'll press. He'll score a goal for you. He'll do the real hard work. And then then you need that game winner. need that game winner. You put in Danny Ings' ass in there. You got it. Let him, let him go fight for a goal really quick. Just punch someone, get get a fucking three points out of it. Um, <laughs> speaking of the strikers, though, uh, breaking news: Chelsea agreed to sell Tammy Abraham to uh, Roma. No way. Uh, to team up with Jose Mourinho, uh, this deal, the fee is settled, payment structure is settled. It is just waiting on Tammy's approval. First reported by Di Marizio. Um, the crazy, crazy good move for Roma. Tammy Abraham's actually like a really good soccer yeah, player. I love him. <laughs> and he's gonna do he's gonna do bits for Jose. He's gonna do bits. Yeah, he got shisted over at Chelsea when two taps came in. I I, I always like Tammy Abraham. Jose's kind of assembling a slight squad over at Syria. God damn it, Jose. Yeah, you got me. I'm in. I'm in, Jose. I'm in. Is that um, his only sign this season? No. Uh, Haley Patricio as well. Yeah, um, Patricio. Patricio from Wolves. Wolf. Yeah. Oh, Wolves. Really? Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Wolves now. The Jaka deal fell through. Um, Wolves signed uh, Olympiacos' keeper. I believe he's also Portuguese. Is that correct? He's Portuguese. Ah, uh, okay. He's pretty good, though. He's pretty good. And he's a lot younger. Well, not like a lot, like what, six, seven years. Uh, I got attacked for our Wolves prediction. I got absolutely attacked. Like, I've been getting attacked all day, to be honest. You got attacked, too. I did but get only, attacked. Only for calling them Brexit FC, which is ridiculous. I'm like, <laughs> Newcastle's Brexit FC? I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's it's just. Now this guy's telling me Bruno Log is fucking Pep Guardiola's regen. I, I don't know. You, you you have to be Brexit FC when your two starting center mids are brothers and they're both gingers. And <laughs> We're your brothers. other center mid is a bald, just a mean person. I don't care. Like I don't care. They could have like any. They could have a full Brazilian squad around. Like you're Brexit FC if that's your midfield. Don't chat to me. I watched just, a Tifo video that was trying to sell that John Joe Shelby would have been like almost world class if he played ten years ago. And I was like, guys. Let's fucking it, relax. <laughs> like, if, dude, if you go back like 25 years, I could see it. Like maybe. before we were born, we'd be talking about him today. We'd I think you just have like too much time. Now. You have too much time if that's what you're wondering about. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, all right. Uh, is that is that it for transfer tea? Yeah, that's transfer tea. Unless you guys like got anything you heard, any rumors you hear going around swirling. Uh, but that's a that's all I got. All right, back with Manchester United and the rest of the big boys in the prem after these words from our sponsors. Poland Springs Water, the finest, crispest, most delicious water you can find in North America, bottled and shipped out of Maine. This water is clear, tastes like you're drinking straight out of the river. I cannot stress enough how much this water means to me as a Northeasterner, and I suggest everyone gives it a go. Poland Springs never cheats out on the quality and always makes sure that you are hydrated. Make sure to get your gallon of water in a day. Don't skimp. Water is important. And make sure that that gallon is Poland Springs water. Thank you from those words from our beautiful sponsors and the beautiful editing, but our beautiful editor, Owen. Shout out, Owen Nation. Check out the Six Balls, One Basket pod. This week, they had the guy who runs the G League, NBA G League's Instagram has over 40,000 followers. He went on the pod that, uh, this episode. Actually, really, really cool episode if anybody out there is into basketball. Anyway, Manchester United. I have two Manchester United fans here with me, so uh, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you guys tell me what's good with the what's good over in Old Trafford. The Red Devils had an exciting preseason. I think uh, we made a lot of progress. It's uh, not only in our uh, transfer market, but also in our team. I saw a lot of uh, great potential uh, young players who might break into the uh, starting 11 this season, depending on injuries and whatnot. But let me just start off with uh, going over the end of our season. It was a bitter end. Came second. We lost or tied against any top four oppositions in the league. Uh, We've won no domestic trophies. Third place finish in the Champions League, which we ended up losing the final in the in the Europa. Very very disappointing season. The only thing I could, the only positive that I can think of is the uh, we are third unbeaten away team in the Premier League. We are one game away away game win from time uh, the all time record, which is uh, I think it's Arsenal with twenty seven unbeaten wins. Um. Only positive of the end of the season. Uh, so, thankfully, with the new signings with Sancho Varane, I think it's going to put a lot of pieces together in, in, in uh, the United squad. Um, Sancho, the assist king of Bundesliga, definitely going to add some spice up in front, especially now that Rashford's injured. It's going to be um, it's going to be a season to shine, honestly, and. Since Rashford's gone, I think it's Martial's time to step up. In my humble opinion, I think this might be Martial's last season in the in United's colors. Um, I think last season he had a he had a rough start, and I don't think we saw the same Martial we saw when Louis Van Gaal or when we saw, or when um, Josie was here. I think he needs to improve a lot in his in his dribbling and and in, in his finishing. However, I, I have hope for him. There's, there's going to be a lot more opportunity this season. Um, <clears throat> and then we uh, let's move on to Varane, signed for $50 millions from Real Madrid. An amazing, amazing, amazing signing, um, in my opinion. Uh, definitely going to be a great partnership with, uh, with Harry Maguire. Uh, last season, Varane uh, won 74.4% of his aerial duels. If we compare that to Harry Maguire's, which is 757 
I think we have a solid two uh, center backs for United. Um, something that we were lacking a couple seasons ago. Uh, I had I had really high hopes for uh, Bailey, but I guess it wasn't meant to be. Uh, it's fragile as glass, um, unfortunately. But uh, with uh, Varane, I think it's going to add a new dimension to our, our de defense for sure. Um, the downside about Varane, from what I heard, is that if he if he's not playing with Sergio Ramos, then he's absolutely trash. Um, and I we we saw the last I think last season in the Champions League when uh, Ramos got injured, Varane uh, sloppy arrow led a goal to uh, led them to concede a goal in the Champions League, and I'm not sure if they got knocked out because of that. But regardless, I think I think Varane and Maguire are going to be a great partnership. I mean, only time will tell, you know, on paper, it seems like they're going to do amazing, but you know, it's very different once the season starts. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that was, uh, our preseason and we touched a little bit on transfers. Now I'm going to talk over the, uh, 20, uh, 21, 22 season expectations. Um, actually let me retract. I forgot to go over the, uh, the preseason matches. I'm going to go over the four. Four games, the first one, Derby, a 1-2 one, uh, one, win over them. And then a 4-2 upsetting loss to QPR. Uh, a lot of controversy in that game. I'll touch back on that. Uh, Brentford, 2-2 two, two tie. And the, the uh, most anticipated preseason match, Everton. We uh, absolutely destroyed them 4-0. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great game. I was slightly hungover, but I was absolutely <laughs> absolutely happy with my team with that 4-0 win i honestly i thought we were gonna get a tire loss everton although they're not as good as last season they still you know they can still pack a punch uh, <clears throat> so the highlight of the uh matches i got three right now i think Alanga has been our best uh player in the preseason i know he's uh, i know he's injured um but he was electrifying and watching the field every time he got the ball it, it was hard to keep like, to, to not look at him when he was playing. Uh, Marcus Rashford is injured. So possible opportunity for Alanga to break into the starting 11. And another young talent is Greenwood, my favorite player. Definitely the future number nine for United. He reminds me a lot of um, RVP. He's a great finisher, clinical striker, can finish on both legs. I think this season might be his season. And um, well, hopefully with the uh, new signings, we'll have a great depth up, up in the attacking force. Um, however, one negative highlight of the preseason matches is definitely our midfield dilemma. We need a number six to uh, help our team out on defense. Um, we're an attacking, we should be an attacking team, but every time we go up front, it seems like uh, it's a very shaky defense. Uh, we saw it in the six-one loss to uh, to Tottenham. Our we were absolutely broken in the back on the counterattack, and I think Varane's going to fill that gap really well. Um, Fahey, any comments on the uh, preseason matches? Um, yeah, like you were pointing out, the young players like Alanga, uh, he did especially well. He took his chances. He was quick, energetic, fearless. Um, 
just really knew it looked like he belonged and like he's been there. Um, and then Greenwood, the future number nine, I think so too. Uh, one thing I want to touch on though, you said that it may be Martial's last season. I think that's true. However, I think he's going to be our number one striker this year. Uh, I know Cavani's great finisher, clinical heading, but the way I think United are going to play is when Rashford gets healthy, their two wingers are going to be their goal scorers. Rashford down one, Sancho down the other, and uh, Martial's easily the best with the ball uh, out of the three United striking options, best passer. And uh, in big games, he always showed up. He'd come collect the ball, calm things down. And then with Rashford and Sancho going down either wing now, he's going to have huge outlets to go through. And him linking up with them, doing one-twos, quick little passes that I don't think Cavani or Greenwood yet could be able to do. I think he's going to be a huge part to this uh, to this team. I'm going to have to disagree with you with that uh, comment about him performing in you know, top matches. I think he goes missing. I think that we were lacking that. As I pointed out earlier, we tied or lost against the top six teams last season, uh, top six historical teams. Um, and I think with Greenwood, I think he's going to be the, the outlet for our goals this season. Um, Rashford's been a little iffy. Um, I still love the dude, uh, Sir Alex, uh, Sir Sir Rashford, Sir Marcus Rashford. I think I have huge respects for him. But on the uh, on the pitch, he's been um, I don't know. Uh, terrible end of the uh, his campaign with England, uh, missing the penalties. Also, Sancho, not a great way to, uh, you know, not a great way to represent your uh, national team. However, I think with the new signings i think it's going to put a, a bit more pressure on rashford and uh martial to perform and uh hopefully with like i said with this competition we we're, we're able to rotate our squad and keep everyone healthy so we can have a long season hopefully contend for the champions league for the premier league and maybe even some uh, domestic cups but um a lot of work needs to be done in the front three yeah, it's definitely going to have uh, its growing pains, I think. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Walker, any uh, any? Yeah, thoughts? I don't – I um, I, I definitely see improvements coming in, in, in the other side of Manchester. Veron is obviously a good signing. And um, the thing about your first point about Sergio Ramos, I definitely agree with that. Uh, you saw Real Madrid stru- struggle, you know, as a squad, not just defensively towards the end of the campaign when he was missing. And um, at, it, when we knocked them out, when City knocked them out, Raheem Sterling absolutely gave Veron the business that day. He, he did not know what to do with his press. But that's why you have Bass McGuire. He's the leader in that back line. He's, he's the guy that's putting out the fires, doing all the things that need to get done. Uh, I love him. I really do. Uh, I said, I've been saying for years, United will be good when they sign a right winger, a CDM, and a left back, and a center back. You guys have the center back. Luke Shaw became what he is, so that's a problem solved. Um, You have Sancho now, but you're still missing the asshole. You are still missing that rock in the center of the park. I still think that midfield is going to be a problem for Ali to work out. You guys have a number of talented options there but you don't have a true, true six who is just in there to run around, screen, make tackles. Um, And 
That being said, someone's going to need to step up in terms of Ollie tactically or someone in your midfield uh, doing something that they're maybe a little less accustomed to. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. That's that's I think United still they'll finish. uh, They'll finish third, comfortable third. Uh, The top three are going to be far separated from the fourth team. It's going to be a three horse race. United are that third horse. But uh, until you get that six, I do not think. The Premier League is in the cards. Champions League, League Cups, whatever. You, that's that's a winnable thing with this squad, I think. But um, the the Premier League, not yet. Fred, no. Who no. said that? Who, who said that? No, 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 no. This who is the episode. That? No, Fred cannot do it. Fred is he, not the man. I, that first off, we've never seen Fred do it with this center back partnership, and so maybe he can do it. We've never seen Fred do it in this formation. Maybe he can do it. Um, and I think he's energetic enough to do it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it's just whether or not he's disciplined enough to do it. Well, what do it's we think easy. the formation is? Sorry. Uh, is it four, two, three, one? No, no, no. It's rumors are Ollie's reverting back to a four, Whoa. three, three with, really? one, three, three. Huh. Wow. with a forward pivot. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Four, three, three. Okay. Um, about potential signings for that CDM spot, I'd like to touch back on that. We had a lot. We heard a lot of rumors this summer with uh, Declan Rice. Um, honestly, I think he's not overrated, but I think he's overpriced. The fact that he's, he's so playing. overrated, I yeah. hate Declan Rice. He's um, all right, you know. He, million. because uh, overpriced and overrated, I think, kind of go hand in hand. Well, uh, okay. if if you if you get paid a hundred million or someone pays a hundred million for you, you got to perform like a hundred million or you're underperforming. Well, it's just like the Ben White Varon thing that for so long, everybody's been saying <laughs> that Varon costs more that costs less than Ben White, but he doesn't, he doesn't cost more than Ben White per year. Ben White costs less than Varon per year as he should because accounting, mm-hmm. accounting and accountants, that hundred mil could be paid over 20 years. It could be like Bami Benia type deal. They just sign five mil. Every year, and as long as they don't fucking go below the championship, they'll be good. That was exaggeration, but you know, you never know how how much they're gonna pay that hundred mil over. If you do it, if you do it over five years, what's Declan Rice for twenty mil a year plus wages? Probably like thirty mil a year. Yeah, good signing. I think. I think that's worth it. Unless he's bad. I don't think he's bad. He's a turncoat. Honestly, I think a better signing would be someone like Douglas Luis. I think he brings that physical dominance that we need. However, um, I did a little bit of research, and it turns out that he has a buyback clause from City. Yes, so I, I don't think we have too much hope for that signing. And I've heard of a couple uh, potential transfers from league uh, from the league. Uh, um, like a couple CDMs, I forgot their names, but um, honestly, I think we might some- sign somebody in the winter transfer. I don't think anybody this uh, this this uh, summer transfer. I don't think we're going to sign anybody. I don't. I think I just saw a video uh, with Fabrizio. He said there's a. Doesn't look like Manchester United are going to sign anyone in the midfield area. So maybe, maybe in the winter we'll sign somebody new. Um, another uh, potential uh, signing that we almost that almost happened was uh, Trippier from Atletico Madrid uh, to United. At first, I was super against it. I. Uh, I think Alex Wambisaka is a great right back. He, uh, his tackling is number one in the league, to be honest. And um, but once the rumors died down, I started to reconsider, and I, I think it might, it would have been 
in United's best interest to sign him. Um, I think if we did sign Trippier, I think it would have added pressure on to Alex Wan-Bissaka, just like how we saw with uh, Luke Shaw. Who knows? We might have seen even a be even better Alex Wan-Bissaka this season. But I'm sure Trippier wouldn't want to go to United as a backup. So uh, upset, not upset uh, with that uh, that transfer going through. If the first half of the season doesn't go well, we might need a potential striker for uh, halfway through the season. But I have great confidence in our forwards, um, even Dan James. You know, he doesn't get that much love, but I think I think he <laughs> I think he'll break through one day. Yeah? Welsh Sonic. And James, yeah, and Dan James is he, he offers things to the game. I, I, I can see why you want Dan James. I'll take Dan James. Oh, oh yeah, no, he's, he's the hardest Dan worker. Whatever, yeah, I, I appreciate that. He, he could play for Leeds and do he's like really Fred, well he's just a real hard yeah, one. I think he'd do great for Leeds, he'd be a great addition for them. But yeah. I just revert back to one clip Dan James versus Wolves. Ahmad sends him through, he's one on one, and he really? hits That's a parallel, clip? and he hits That's a parallel. A that's the most recent. My favorite, one. my Dan James clip is the one where he he turns the ball over and then it's in Mohamed Salah's feet, and rather oh. than you know trying to take him out, he just rides him for like fifty yeah. meters all the way down the sideline. And I'm and pretty sure he's Salah faster scores. than him too. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's. Yeah. He, kick him, do something, pull him, fucking pull him by those nice little curls, bro. <laughs> those fucking. But no, I, he is a hard worker in all seriousness. I like I like Dan James as a player as well. I just I just like to make fun of him too. Um, where are you guys? So what's up? What are you guys' final predictions on uh, on Manchester United ceiling floor? Uh, final predictions. Honestly, I think we might end the third this season in the league. I think Chelsea and City are just way too strong right now. Um, in order for us to actually contend for first place, we just need top-tier consistency. Uh, the same consistency we saw with Sir Alex Ferguson, something that we've been lacking. We'll get a few games in, but then we'll completely lose to freaking Burnley or something like that. It's absolutely embarrassing. Um, I think I think we're going to finish first in the group stage in the Champions League. Bold prediction, hot take, whatever. Um, I can see them going to the semis, but... I don't, I don't see them progressing any further than that. And, um, and in terms of domestic cups, I can potentially see us win at least one, either the uh, Carabao or the uh, FA Cup, hopefully the FA Cup. But I have high, high expectations for this season, not, not only for Manchester United, but for all the other teams with their uh, amazing and uh, surprising uh, transfers all around. So competitive. An entertaining season of uh, uh, coming ahead for uh, United, so pretty excited for that. Yeah, my uh, my ceiling. I think anyone in like that three horse race you said, Walker, their ceiling is the league, but uh, uh, probably second, bottom, like very bottom fifth. I think they'll make Champions League easily, and then probably I could see them losing in the quarters of the Champions League and. That's then the other cups, you know. Well, the cups are all fluky, I think. Like, you go on a good run, one cup player just decides to show up here and there, and you got yourself a piece of trophy. So, um, but those are my predictions. Uh, the Fred Tomini double pivot could be a winning recipe in a cup. I, I don't know, especially I mean, with Sancho on the break. I just give that rock to him, let him pick it up, go. I, I could, 
that's why I say the cup more than anything, but uh more depressing team coming next. Uh let me guess. Lester, bottle uh, jobs. Yeah. Bottle yeah. jobs. We gotta touch these guys. We 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 have we haven't done them yet. Let's get them out of the way so we can do the other fun teams. I, honestly, this this team would be fun if Wesley Fofana didn't um, unfortunately break his leg uh, a few days ago. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really yeah. tough. He's uh, probably the best defender, maybe even the not their but no, not their best player. Definitely their best defender, I think. But um, other than that, they signed Pat Daka from uh, Red Bull Salzburg. You can play across the front three, play Cam, whatever you want. I think he's going to be Brendan Rodgers, who's a super sub this year. going to provide uh, Jamie Vardy with not with much needed rest on his old legs. Um, they also signed Bubakari Sumore from uh, Lille, League Un champions. And they also got uh, Ryan Bertrand on a free transfer from Southampton, English left back, solid Premier League vet. They're finally losing Christian Fuchs after all these years. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, Matty James is going over to the championship where he probably belongs. Um, and, you know, if if uh, if Wesley Fofana didn't get hurt, I would have said these guys are easily going to Europe. Now, I doubt that, especially considering Brendan's bodily nature. I expect Arsenal to improve. I, I expect Leeds to be in the mix. Aston Villa are going to do things as well. Everton are half of Benitez. They got guys. Um, yeah, no, Leicester's not going to – they're not going to sniff Champions League qualification this year. Those 241 days last year, I hope I hope they really enjoyed them because they're not going to be in there this year. Your guys' thoughts on Leicester? Yeah. Yeah. They, the Fofana thing sucks for them. Uh, it's very tough uh, to have your best center back go down. Um, they're going to need to replace him in the market if they want to get to Europe, like you were saying. Uh, rumors of Chris Richards coming in. That Ooh. that would catapult them into the best team in the world. And uh, <laughs> see, so, no, that would definitely help him out. Uh, I think he could do well for them and be a good step for him and a good little replacement for uh, Leicester. They can develop center backs, and I think that's – uh, from what they've done with the Baz, the Fofana now, and Soyunchik, just getting these guys and making them elite. So, uh, I, yeah, but they're they're like upper mid table. They're they're like just they're the best of the <laughs> ass. Yeah. What do you think? So, um, Lester, I actually I highly rate them. Uh, they won the Premier League in the past decade. FA Cup, and now recently the Community Shield. I think he has a solid squad, but uh, they just can't. They, they lack composure at the end of the game. Uh, we saw that at the end of the season for them. You know, they were top four and for like over 300 days, and then just to drop out on the last day. I don't know. Some serious uh, improvement from Brendan Rodgers, but uh, I think they have a solid, solid, solid squad. Um, it's really unfortunate that their center back Fafana is out for a couple of months, I, I suspect. So we'll see. We'll see if, uh, if, if Lester are able to find a good replacement for him uh, from from the squad, or maybe they'll they'll potentially sign somebody. Um, I'm not really following too much less on Lester news, but I wouldn't be surprised if they finish fifth, sixth again around that around that area. Um, I have high hopes for them next season. 
Yeah, I could definitely see fifth, fifth six. Um, I I think it more likely than than them signing somebody in the last. I mean, I guess you still got like twenty some days to to sign people, but um, indeed he has played center back, so I think they'll just pop him back there, uh, pop Nepal's Mendy in the CDM, call it a day, because you know they're they're not really into spending money. Potential yeah, signing for United though for Ndidi. Would love that. Would love that. Great Horrible. signing. Would you prefer him or Basuma if you had to pick one from the Premier League? Basuma from Brighton. Brighton. Ndidi. I think definitely Ndidi. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think know. that's a no-brainer as well. Either really? Either one? I yeah, I'd take either one because I mean Ndidi's more the the finished product. He's still very young, but uh. Basuma will have your ceiling if uh, touched correctly. Touched correctly. Poor okay. choice of words. All right. If, um, if uh... speaking <laughs> of touching correctly, Everton. No, just kidding. Um, we're 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 gonna talk about uh, Liverpool next because fuck fuck Liverpool, fuck Maryside, gang gang. Um, you know, they had a nice goal today. Takumi Minamino into the guy who can't score unless it's in the preseason. Bobby Firmino, beautiful smile on him, by the way. Uh, Gomez and Van Dyke are back. Trent's back. Andy's back. Um, the midfield is no longer Genie, Meanie, and Meanie. It's, um, I don't know what it is. It's, it's going to be Tiago. It's going to be... Kieta, if he can stay healthy, you know, Fabinho's in the mix. There's Firmino, Holta, Sala, Mane's coming back, Minamino off the bench. I, it, look, here's the thing. Liverpool only retained what they already have, and that's not going to be good enough with the, with the firepower that United, City, and Chelsea are coming with, which is why they are, they are the fourth – they're fourth. They're away from those three horses, but they'll they'll make Champions League. They'll be better than they'll be much better than fifth and down, but they'll be considerably worse than third and above. They'll have their own little space. Um. Yeah, I think uh, this Liverpool side is good enough to make Champions League uh, if they stay healthy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. A, a brain fart, as we call them, across the pond. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, they're good enough. They stay healthy. Van Dyke coming back, like they say it a lot, but it will be like a new signing. Uh, and I think they're, they're definitely good enough for fourth. But like you said, the the three horses ahead of them are a little bit more uh, better. Yeah, a little more <laughs> better. <laughs> so are we back. All right, what's yeah, up? I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, what I miss? Not nah, nothing really. Just we, uh, Liverpool are worse than Chelsea, City, and United. Uh, we both think they're going to finish fourth pretty comfortably, but uh, they're not going to compete in the in the so-called three horse race. You really don't think so? Even with Van Dyke back, Van Dyke's back. Kunate they signed. Uh, Gomez is good, but um, I think you know I think Jota is going to take Firmino's spot. Either way, not good enough as an out-and-out out nine. Mane has to get a lot better from where he was last season. Down year, you know, he's still a class player, I think. But we got to see it before it happens. Salah is still, you know, obviously amazing. But I just I, – I look at City, 
in their city. They already they already showed that they were far better than everybody else last year. And then they just added Jack Grealish to the same squad. So they're there. Chelsea buying Lukaku, I think, gets them into that city tier because of their depth across everywhere else. They won Champions League against City. Um, they already had a rock-solid defense, and they just got maybe the best nine in Europe, some may say. Um, and then United, I think adding Jaden Sancho and uh, Varane took them to that spot. You know, I still think there's a hole in, in CDM, like we said before. But I think Varane is he's great. Uh, Maguire is great. And Sancho put up like absolutely video game numbers over in the Bundesliga. So he's, he's I think he's going to tear it up just fine in the Prem. And that puts them into that upper echelon that, you know, despite how good Liverpool have been, it's a, it's a thin squad. It really is a thin squad. And we saw how thin it was last year. And I have major questions about that midfield without Jeannie Wayne Alden, the jack of all trades, run around the pitch, do whatever you want with this man. Good and all, but he's not playing. He's not going to do that job. Yeah, especially they're all a year older now too, and most of their big players. Fabinho are. lost his spot in Brazil as well. So did Allison. Yeah, yeah. Allison. Both lost. Yeah. Wow. Ed- Ederson took that. It's his name. And and, and Fred. And Fred. And Fred. Credit and credit Fred. to Fred. Had Fred. an amazing Copa America. Okay, It'll he translate. had an amazing Copa. It'll translate. Got attacked for putting him in my team of this tournament. Attacked. <laughs> But I'm uh, the Instagram admin having to defend your fucking takes. <laughs> but uh, the, the like Salah, Mane, Van Dyke, uh, any of the big names on Liverpool outside of Trent and injured Andy, uh, they're all. It, oh yeah, I forgot. Thirty. They're all wrong. Side yeah, of obviously 30. got hurt today. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. He, ooh, that looked. Was it a sprain? Do we know they, if it's uh, a sprain he, yet? He said it's. Nothing too major, but he also said in the same post severe ligament damage. So I don't okay. really, no. I don't really know if he understands words too much. But it doesn't look that good. It doesn't look that good. Um, hopefully he can get back soon enough. So you you do see you see uh, Liverpool competing with the rest of the big boys. You, you see them as a horse in this race. Definitely, I can see them beating top four teams. Maybe not twice you know, home and away, but I think they have the talent. I think they have the depth. Well, let me track back on that. I don't think they have the depth, but they definitely do have the talent. It's just up, like we said, it's up to uh, Mane to step up. Hopefully he'll, uh, he'll be that, that player that he was two years ago, but um, we'll see. To be honest, I don't have too much. Opinion on Liverpool, but... Yeah. They're amazing player. They're going to be amazing. Um, I think they're going to win the Champions League soon. Maybe it's not this year. The next time they get to a final, though, they're going to win it. You have to lose before you know how to win. It's going to happen. It's happened many times with many clubs before they get to their first one. They lose, get to the second one, they win. Uh, you, you think they'll get back this year? They'll, they'll get to the semis at least. I don't. Anything can happen from there. Eh, no, they'll get to the finals. It's two legs. They'll get they'll – get, they're winning it this year. They're winning the goddamn Champions League. They're winning the Champions it's... League this year. Last year was the learning experience. Jack Grealish is the hardened English man that is going to come and carry them to the top. I yes. mean, he, he, has a, he hasn't no won a final for City yet, so I don't know. No uh, he's the only one. He's How only are they uh, lining up this season? In the most important of important games, they're going to start Ali Zinchenko. But for the most part, uh, we got... Dude, actually, I don't even know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm thinking about it now. I couldn't tell you. It's so deep. 
and so everybody's so good. Is Sterling going to start? I don't know. He could. Well, He's good is enough. It, is it a game Foden where Pep overthinks? Is it an I have no idea. Game? I don't even – is John Stones going to start or is Eric Laporte going to take his spot back? That's totally possible. I, I – I, there's so many good play. Is is Raul Cancelo gonna start, or is it gonna be Wonder Boy Ali Zinchenko, who showed he can fucking get forward and do some things at the Euro? So, I I don't know what Gundogan led our team in goals last year, and people were just expecting him to go to the bench. I I have no idea. It's gonna be a four three three. That's all I can tell you. Four three three. Yeah, Rodri's gonna start. Four three three. Rodri, Ruben, Ederson. The rest is – and Kyle Walker. The rest is in flux. Uh, you forget when uh, Pep benched uh, – when Pep benched uh, Rodri in, in the biggest game City's history. So, I don't even know if you can count him as a locked-in. That I, 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 I don't I, – I know. He didn't tinker for that game. Fernandinho the final? Was start, yeah, no. Fernandinho was starting start the semifinals too. He, like, that's what we were doing. He didn't he did start it. a he didn't ta- he didn't start a six in the final. In the final? The Champions League final? He didn't start. Oh, yeah. Gunduan had to play the six. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, look, look. I'm, no, no, I'm not mad about tinkering in that game. Like, it's it, – we the city was the worst team on the day, and even if a six had started, they were going to lose that game. Like, uh, Chelsea were deserved winners, and it, it, it was what it was. But now we know. They know. And, um, yeah, that's it. They're going to win the Champions League. I don't know, Walker. Last year, you guys came in second. That's probably your best opportunity. Now that Messi's at PSG, um, you know, Ronaldo's still in the game. Holland, you know, there's a lot of talent. Juventus, no. Juventus, no. I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not buying that for a second, dude. They're still trash. Kessie, they need to get it done first. They need to get him first. And they sell Weston McKinney, Kessie. Like I, I like, I like, I like Juventus. Like I like Weston McKinney, but they they still have an old ass backline. Uh, Danilo right. is is not that good. Alexandro hasn't been that good the last year and a half. They got some good young wingers. Um, Ronaldo's good. Ronaldo's really good. He's 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 one of the goats. But they've been they've kind of been disappointing in the Champions League last couple of seasons. The win Serie A though. Now that Inter Milan gave up. Back after our words from our sponsors. This episode of the We Call It Soccer Show is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the greatest, bestest, amazingest tasting hard seltzers on the market. They stand out with not only their flavor and quality assurance, but they stand out with their ability to provide key nutrients and vitamins to you in your daily diet. They provide antioxidant vitamin C from the Acelera Superfruit and almost all of their flavors. Go check them out if you're over the age of 21 in America. And if you can find them over in the UK, go check them out if you're over 18. I cannot stress enough. This is my favorite drink after a long day of work and watching a game on Saturday with my friends and family. Busy hard seltzers. Great taste. Great quality. Great buy. Shout out the folks at Busy for sponsoring this week's episode. We're back. Chelsea. Chelsea signed Romelu Lukaku. They already won the Champions League. They had a strong finish of the league last year. They're just lacking in front of net. I feel like we've talked about Chelsea a lot in this in this episode already. I think they're going to win the Premier League. What about you guys? Uh, no, no. Um, I think it's still cities to lose. I think that they Chelsea are definitely good. Definitely a part of that three horse race. Um, very good depth at every position across the field, but I, I just don't, I don't see it. Uh, 
I just don't know what it is. Just something about this team to me just doesn't scream winner. Well, I I, I think oh they, oh we lost Saul for a second. What's up, Chelsea? Chelsea how, how are they gonna do? They're not. Faye thinks they're not winners. They don't, they don't scream winners. Some well, they won months. the Champions League last season, so I don't know. Um, makes no sense. Faye, you're a fucking it, idiot. It makes sense when you think about it. I don't know. It makes Faye, no sense. I think I think on paper they have the most dominant squad apart from City, obviously, but they're I think they're pretty close to that to that uh, that position. I think they're better um, all across the board than City, to be honest. Besides goalkeeper and, and yeah, maybe let me go like through one center back lineup. All right, City, City. Who's left back for for uh, for Chelsea? Um, Ben Chilwell. Yeah, Chilwell. Uh, yeah, no, you no, could. No, no. It's a it's a pick em, I think you could. I, I could see arguments for both. I'll take whoever City throws out there over Chilwell. Ali Boy wonders if can Sunday. play. He can play all twelve positions on the pitch. Fun fact. Only man in the world to be able to do it. <laughs> I don't, but goalkeeper, City, right? Ederson over Mendy, I think. Okay. One Mendy's, center back uh, is... Yeah, promising youth stuff for Mendy. I don't know. The new yeah. Chuck. He is, he is young in terms of goalkeeper years, but Ederson's still younger than him. So it's, Really? No way. Yeah, by a few years. Uh, Mendy's 28, 29. He's... Why did I think he was like? He just got a he, but it's like he got a late start to his professional career, though. That's why I think yeah. he didn't start playing professionally till he was over twenty or something like that. Oh, um, okay. But uh, Tiago Silva, he's a vet. I'll I'll give that to him over over John Stones or or Imeric Laporte. To be honest, what do you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Silva brings that experience to the team. He uh, lacks in pace, but you know he um, th- his positional awareness on defense is amazing. And I think that's what he was a huge key to Chelsea's success last season in, in the Champions League. Um, and with they have Zuma as well to partner him. Um, who else do they have in the, in the defenders? Zuma. Aspilicueta um, usually Aspilicueta, plays a Exactly. Sometimes James. Christensen, he's good too. They got a number of good players. Conte though, at, at, in the midfield, and and uh, Kovacic and Jorginho, and I think Mason Mount's going to be playing a bit deeper this year. To try really, to I was I thought he was going to be playing uh, potentially a false nine. I don't know. I, I don't think Gabriel. I don't think Gabriel Jesus is going to get back to his glory years, if even if he had any. I don't know. Um, Torres. Maybe potentially he'll start, but I don't know if they want if they want to see Foden play. I think he has to play as a false nine. Oh, fo- okay. I, I I said Mason Mount, but um, Foden. Oh, uh, okay. I, I but Foden. I, I, I get I those two confused all the time. Now, fair enough. They're they're both young studs, fucking tearing it up. But I, I think Foden's way better. I'm probably biased. Um, mm, but no, I'm not biased. Or he's no, not I, I think I think Foden's better. Not way better, but he's definitely better. The Mount. Foden uh, is special. I'm pretty but, sure Mason Mount turns like 23 in a couple months. So yeah, he, he's a grown ass man. Yeah, um, I, like he's almost the same age as Rashford. Yeah. No one calls Rashford a kid anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I 
But then, you know, you got Pulisic, you got Callum Hudson-Odoi, everybody's probably forgot about. No more Tammy Abraham, but you got Big Rom. You got uh, fucking Timo. You got Kai Havertz. You got uh, you got options. You got options everywhere yeah. on the pitch. I, honestly, like, I, maybe I'm crazy, but, like, you could give me Chelsea's best three up top over City's best three, and I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know, you give me Romelu over City doesn't have a striker. Give me Christian Pulisic on his day over any man on the goddamn planet. And um, honestly, Sterling? over oh, Sterling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you seen Christian Pulisic take a pen, right, buddy? Um, Cal <laughs> 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 uh, Hudson the door is really, really good, too, to be honest. Yeah, that might really be a good. hot take because he doesn't play a lot, but he is, no, he's he is so, so talented. He is he is electric with the ball at his feet. He, he's so good. But also, Havertz is amazing. And Timo Werner, at peak of his power, is putting the ball in the back of his net. He gets into so many dangerous spots if you think he can just do that last thing. He's like a Mo Salah type player, putting up stupid numbers like he did in Bundesliga. Only for a year though, but I, I'd, I'd still take City's best front three over that. Really? Because like, yeah, Sterling. I, if I let him, if you let him wear his England shirt underneath the City top, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, I mean, Mares is one of the best wingers in the league. Like I don't think it's these top three in my book. Uh, then Grealish, you you just brought in. Then I would you like we were talking about Foden. You could put him in a false nine. You put De Bruyne in a false nine. Gundogan with City, their midfielders also come with their attack. So yep. it's like you have more to pick from because they can all play that false nine position, and most of them can play wide if needed, and. Just City's more technical, and I'll take technicality over Romelu Lukaku any day of the week. I have to agree with that. I don't. I don't know though, because you, you know the midfielders. I, I agree with that. You know they obviously can all play false nine, the tens and the eights, and the false nines of the world. Those are all cities, but the best six in in the whole in the whole wide world is on Chelsea. And that is that's so valuable. And you, you put it next to a guy like Jorginho who can just control the game up and down the pitch. And you know, you give them all those options in front of them, solid defense behind them. And then Tommy two taps at the helm. I just it's so much more sound than City. City I don't know. I feel like it might be another year like last year where where they score over a hundred goals, but they let in like eighty something. It's, Defense sure, is going to regress. Are you sure Conte is the best six in the world, though? No, nah, it's Tyler Adams, baby. That guy is even without Tyler Adams. Kellen Acosta, Kellen Acosta okay. will do a job better than N'Golo Conte against Mexico, against some Concacaf on opposition where you're getting fucking kicked all over the place. The ref isn't calling anything. It, it's it is a different game, and a little man like Conte is not built for that. A big man like Kellen Acosta is. I just think a large human. Uh, I like Casemiro is better than him. No. Uh, Kimmich is better than him. Uh, no, no, N'Golo. N'Golo. No. Uh, oh, sure. Whatever. Kimmich is better than him. I'd take Rodri over him. I don't think Kimmich no. is better than him. Um, 
I think Casemiro is better than him defensively, but Conte offers more going forward. Um, I yeah, have I don't another think one that I could say, but second. you guys are going to yell at me. So I it's, won't if say If you that. say Fred... I'm, I said I wasn't going to say... I said I wasn't going to. Get the hell out of here. I said I wasn't going to. But Fred... Um, and then... No. Uh, I, I think Conte's a slight bit overrated. Uh, no, no, he no. He played no, like no. absolute... Conte? No. Dog no. in the Euro. He played so bad in the Euro. So did the rest of France. I mean, clearly they played well enough to get them past the group stage. And I, I mean, Conte look, was carried by his midfield partner. No, that's not true. Look, the real, the real, true. the real blame for France's fault at Euros, I think, was the lineups. You know, I'm no, I'm no, you know, football manager expert, you know, professional, whatever. But I'm pretty sure Clement Langlais doesn't start for Barcelona's ass backline, and Jules Conde doesn't play right back. I, I'm just, I'm pretty sure those two things are facts. So I don't know what the hell Didier the champs was doing over there. I know he's fucking supposedly one of the best sixes ever or whatever, but this guy needs to fucking get a clue. Um, look, he made the mistakes, not Conte, is what I was trying to say. I'm I sorry mean, for going he, on the front. He can rant. put he puts the people on the field. And Conte's not one of the ones you listed as the iffy ones. He can't control if the players mess up. It's like you got solid players it. at Chelsea. I, I don't think whoever his midfield partner is better than Pogba. And like we were saying, whoever uh whoever he's sending the ball to up top, they're probably equal to what France has outside of Lukaku. Yeah, outside of Lukaku. But now they got Lukaku. Um, nobody on France's wings can compare to anybody on Chelsea's wings. Especially, no, no. Well, Give me Christian Pulse. And honestly, I'm, I'm taking back the Lukaku thing. I'd take Benzema over Lukaku any day of the week. No. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Uh, Benzema's so good. He's so good. He willed Madrid with so many wins. He's good, but he's that he's not like dangerous in the same way that Lukaku is. Like Benzema is is very good technically. He's very good in space. Um, he he's an excellent passer, and his first touch is just stupid. It's it doesn't even make sense sometimes. Like yeah. the one in El Clasico, that uh, that was. I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. But Lukaku, the way he can just turn and drive at people, like. I, I hate to sound American, but like you can't coach speed. And Romelu Lukaku is just a different breed of human being than than most soccer players are. Fortunate not a United though, fucking asshole. Where was he then? He was really good though. He just wasn't. Yeah, his like, first touch was probably class, the worst first touch was, I've ever seen. He still from a put up. Player. He still put up numbers though. He still put up numbers though. If you if you if you tell people if you ask people if you want if you want that amount of goals, he definitely scored. I think more than twenty. So pe- people will yeah. take that. It was, uh, he's just, Jose Mourinho was at fault there. He held him back. Best achievement ever. This guy's washed. Guy's washed. He's crazy. <laughs> Fucking washed. Um, so what? Uh, what's final Chelsea predictions? Where do they finish? First place, plus 500 odds. Get it at DraftKings. Thanks, Glenn. What you guys think? I think um, 
Well, it depends on how they do in their other uh, competitions. But if they focus on the Premier League, I can definitely see them finish the top, uh, top of the table. And I think they will focus in the Premier League, especially since they won the Champions League last year. Um, uh, gonna have to say final decision. Chelsea first place. Ooh, another one. Chelsea's first place. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry to <sighs> sorry to break the streak here. Not really, but Chelsea are gonna finish third. But like, I think it'll be a. They'll finish third. They'll finish third. They'll finish third. Honestly speaking, not, top three is up in the air. To be honest, I, it's, I it depends on how the season starts, but it might be a close, close, close season at the end of the uh, end of the year. Who knows? Like I, I said, new new signings, new signings, new new managers. I don't know. I think uh, there's a uh, high expectations for this year. So we'll with see. the way. With the way, you know, I hate to be a downer, but with the way COVID is going, uh, it, it does oh, seem yeah. there be more shutdowns coming. And uh, I feel like for some clubs, cough, cough, uh, Man City, it affects them less than other clubs not having uh, a fully packed stadium, uh, if, if we can call it that, every week, you know? <laughs> There's something about a something about an old Trafford that's buzzing that I feel like will give, give them that extra boost in some games. Call me superstitious, but... Uh, it's it's definitely a thing, no doubt about it. We saw we saw how different having fans back were than how fucking boring some of the Olympic matches were without them. Yeah, well, for sure. Isn't a isn't England on like a COVID decline though? Like their tests of positive cases have just like dropped drastically. Look, I'm just I'm just regurgitating what the people that have more important jobs than me are saying. This isn't. This is, these aren't oh, so, my thoughts. So, to be okay. So, to clarify, well, we're talking about lockdowns in the U.S. We're not. We're not talking about lockdowns in, in England. So well, I'm talking about the world everywhere. Well, yeah, the, the only place it would really affect it is is England, and uh, I, I think they're fine. The people who have better or hot, more important air quotes can't see them, but you hear them. Uh, jobs and us are just there because they know somebody. That's, that's Nepotism. That's why Bruno Brun Lange got his job at Wolves. Pure. Portuguese nepotism. That's yeah. why. That's what it was. He wasn't going to get hired if he wasn't Portuguese. It wasn't. He wasn't. Um, I don't know. If we see another lockdown, I think we might hear uh, resurgence talks of uh, the Super League. Who knows? Ooh, I think it's starting league. to sort of lean towards their favor. And they, I'm talking about like you know the Seth Blatter. Is Seth Blatter? No, no, no. Who's the uh, Who's the president of uh, Real Madrid? Florentino, Florentino Perez. Florentino, yeah, I think he's going to definitely do another push for the Super League if we go back into lockdowns because a lot of small clubs are going to be hurting. They're still hurting from last lockdown, so unfortunate news, but I'm yeah. thinking positive. Hopefully we'll have a complete season this year. Yeah, I think, I think we should be fine because um, the players are still all in their bubble anyway, so like they get tested all the time and the protocols are there. Like, if the fans can't come in, they can't come in. But I don't think we'll have another hiatus as we did uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Fair enough. Um, just need to touch on this real quick. Uh, Saul, did you see what Serginho – you know Serginho Dest, you know, Mercurial talent, right back, American, Barcelona. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah. 
So do you, did you see what he wore to Messi's press conference when he said goodbye, was crying? No, what did he wear? Focus it? What is he wearing? It looks is like he's playing for, basically it looks like he's playing for the Chicago <laughs> Bulls or something. Giving us dude, giving us Americans event. just a bad name. Isn't that invite ridiculous? only event. Just Messi invited you somewhere and you just show up like that. I respect that's it. sending I mean, off for Messi to be honest. No fans in the stadium. It's pretty sad. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Would you rather financial fair play or burn Barcelona keep Messi? You only have one or the other. Say that again. You rather have financial fair play be a thing, which it already you know kind of kind of isn't, but um, yeah, that be a thing, or or Messi and Barcelona can stay together. All the all the rules are just gone. <laughs> Uh, just out of respect for Messi, I think he should he should have stayed. They should have yeah. rearranged some things. I don't know, but um, I have to lean towards uh, financial fair play. Honestly, I think we need to be uh, regulating other teams, super teams, more closely. But I don't know. Like I said, I think the Super League is going to be uh, it's going to come back. You think it's going to happen? So, at this point, it might, it might. especially with the... with everything that's going on. And I, I don't want it to happen. I don't. I don't want that. I think if that happens, uh, big big matches are going to lose its uh, its you know appeal. If I don't think people are you know maybe the first few weeks of seeing Liverpool versus Real Madrid is going to be exciting, but maybe after them you know two years it's going to be like you know whatever. The fact that they can't get relegated another it doesn't make any sense. How like the original founding teams cannot get relegated from the Super League. Because I feel like if you know, I'd be I'd be for the Super League if it, if it included other small teams. You know, potentially the the winners of every league will get invited to the Super League, and you know, and you know, the the founding clubs can still get relegated. You know, if if Arsenal lose 12-0 every every time they they play Barcelona or Real Madrid or Juventus, whatever it is, I don't think they should deserve to be in the Super League. It's supposed to be the top teams in Europe, but. Mm-hmm. I've heard that UEFA are actually going to restructure the Champions League uh, either next year or in a couple of years. So there's going to be a lot of change in, uh, in, in, the, in the world of football. So, I mean, I hope it's for the better. I hope it's, it's for the better. You know? Yeah, they're um... – well, they do. I think they're they're adding. They're basically just adding more teams to the Champions League with a different group stage, and uh, they have the Conference League too. And it, it's it's basically it's already been allowing quote unquote bigger teams to have more chances to qualify because a team that qualifies for like Champions League qualifications now, if they lose that, they get in the Europa League qualifications. If they lose that, they get in the Conference League. So, like, I don't know. It's just more TV rights, more games. But, you know, all the players and managers are saying they want less games. doesn't really make any sense, to be honest. Yeah. Who's going to watch a league when Dest is their best player? Yeah. What? He'd be – look, Cade Collins. Look, for, Carlos Cade Vega. Cade Collins for, ter- for the first two months was the Carlos best player Carlos Vela is still MLS. the best player. Yeah, because he, he's the He's beast. not. Carlos Vela is not the best player in the MLS. It's Matt Turner. <laughs> there. 
Yeah. It's Matt Turner. He's oh, about to win New England. Goalies. Matt Turner is going to win New England the MLS. We all know goalies can't also, be good players. Also, they have that left back, New England. I, I forget his name. He's 19 years old, American. He's a stud. Georgie Bello had a back heel. Miles Robinson is actually good. They're good players. Sam Vines and, and, the, and Gianluca Busio. They go, were going to Italy. They were in MLS. Yeah, he Caden Clark is all – look. That's He's what I'm leaving. saying. It's like it's like to watch the kids. You gotta oh, watch yeah, yeah. the it's kids. Like, it's like watching like a double A baseball game. You're so mean. Like that's <laughs> that is not the equivalent. The good ones make it to the no, major league. No, 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 right? no because right? in the MLS, right? you, you in the MLS you play in full stadiums, sometimes yeah. NFL stadiums. Ooh. In in fucking double A, you're you're living in you're living in uh in Bumblefuck, Florida. Hundred degree weather, dragging your ass through the swamp to play baseball for ten hours a day, and you got nobody watching you except your except your fucking your stepkids. Yeah, yeah, and they're grinding in tougher conditions. Yeah, for less money. Whereas these MLS guys are getting pampered. Are actually they're getting, because yeah, it's they're an actual pampered. professional so league. They have, you can't compare that. Well, I can because what if you're let's all right. You're 18 years old. You're really good at soccer. You start in the MLS. What's what's your next move in two years? You're really good. Where are you gonna go? I'm going to UCLA, and then I'm dropping out of school no. like Reggie Cannon. I'm you're, going you're, to fucking Portugal. I'm probably, making my yeah. dreams happen. Okay. I'm betting on me. Betting you're gonna go me. to Portugal, and then if you're good in Portugal, you probably go to Italy, Germany. All right, go there. Or if you're really good, you make the jump to England, which is the MLB. No. But That's you were in Double A no, three years ago, no, and now no, you're an MLB player. No, it's no. it's a perfect. You know why time. you're wrong? Because only because uh, Amer- baseball is only America's, possibly Japan's, but I'm not gonna count it. I'll take kendo over there over baseball, and and uh, we got we got some South Central American countries playing baseball too, I guess. But football is the world's game, and that's why it's you can't compare. There are different leagues that are all professional because everybody plays it. That's why yeah. it's different. Yeah, fair, fair. But going from Japan league, where Japan is baseball's number one sport in Japan, and then skateboarding second, number one sport. You come to baseball or the MLB, it's tougher. It's a step up. It's a minor league, like the MLS is. It's a minor league. I don't know. I maybe I'm being harsh. Maybe I'm spot on. I, I could go either way. I know which way I'm leaning. Uh, but uh, so there's some good players to answer your question. There's many good players. There's some. Many. Some. Joseph Martinez could go to a top league today. Then why hasn't he? Joseph because Martinez? Because yeah. An- Atlanta United are stingy. Mm, yeah, they're stingy. They're waiting for Donda to drop, and then they're going to sell him, buy Messi, call it a day. So he'll never leave? <laughs> I think he's afraid of leaving. He is because he knows he won't he, be that he, good somewhere else. He wouldn't. He would not. Definitely not. It's, 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 I'd uh, watch the MLS if it wasn't pay to play. You know, I feel like there'd be more talent all around. And if I'd watch the MLS, if there's regulation, regulation. I mean, what's it called um relegation. But yeah, I agree. Relegation. It should. I I would think MLS yeah, is I would much more interesting more. if it was uh there's relegation. Also, I'm not really a fan of the playoffs. It's very, it's too American. Yeah. But like, way too American. It, if you just take it as a, 
what it is. Watching young talent, basically, instead of uh, uh, fuck it. You got me, Faye. Fuck you. Fuck you. I fuck mean, you. no, if they did pro rel, I think it would like teams like Miami said they're trash. They they are. They absolutely Evel wouldn't be there. Beckham would have played by the rules because well, they would have started. They would have started in a lower league. They kind of just and also also this undermines the whole idea of MLS because. MLS signed David Beckham, and part of his contract was that he wouldn't have to pay the entry fee when he eventually wanted to start a club, which he had the right to. So that 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 holy, you have to rethink the whole football pyramid you, you, to have David Beckham become. You know what other league can uh, just have teams come into it willy nilly? I'll let you answer that. FIFA career mode? No, 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 no. Double A baseball. You know what's a city na- a silly name for a team? It's a silly name. Pick one. Pick one of the MLS teams that has a silly name. Any of them. Because there's a bunch. Austin FC. That's not silly. Philly Union. That's sillier. New England Revolution. That's pretty silly. Seattle Sounders. That's very silly. That's who I was thinking of. You know who else has silly names? That was a silly name. How is that that a silly name? What's a sounder? It's a Seattle thing. They sound... (laughs) I don't know. Do you want me to look... I'd rather play for the Rocket City Trash Pandas. I'd rather play for the Montgomery Biscuits. Like these are all these are these sound like made up names, but they're not. Because the MLS is weird. A sounder is a herd of wild swine. <laughs> so so they're literally just pigs. The Seattle pigs. The Seattle wild pack of pigs. <laughs> You know what a trash panda is? It's a panda that eats garbage. It's a raccoon. Oh my god! I, whatever, raccoons. You just, you just, you're just trashing our, you're just trashing our, our, our beautiful league and our beautiful country's name. <laughs> Cry to the huge retort. I don't need, a, I don't need this right now, dude. Oh, I wish we could have it. All right, you know what? Last thing on the podcast. We'll get out of here after this. Um, the huge retort. Chris Paul's ass. That is the end of the Hughes retort brought to you by Marlboro Red oh, Cigarettes. Oh, oh. oh, no, it's oh. not. It's not. No, the it's end. not. Uh, we have more Hughes retort. Hughes is not a good builder of 2K archetypes. Oh, he's a sabotager. He's a sabotager. He owes me time and money. So anything to add to the Hughes retort? To the what? The Hughes Fuck retort. Fuck you, Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Marlboro Red. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming on, Saul. It was a pleasure. Yeah, of course. You brought some real had insight. A great time. Unlike unlike our other guests, you actually watched soccer, so it was it was, it was fun to talk to you about Manchester United potential moves. Yeah. Lots to think about the Douglas Luiz shout. I actually I like him as a player, but you know that buyback sucks. But he he is a solid player. I like that. But um, definitely on again.